truth is, I am Iron Man. Lieutenant Dan! Inconceivable! I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to Flicks and Clicks. My name is Micah. And I am Derek. Today we are going through our top 10 movies of all time. Oh, and uh, as you probably noticed, it's called Brothers. Uh, Derek Why is did my we call older it brother. That's right. <laughs> it's That's not right. our top 10 movies about brothers. We're brothers, and these are our top 10 favorite movies. That's exactly, that's what it is, yes. Yep, so uh, we are looking forward to spending some time talking about our favorite movies. Um, I have a list, he has a list. We haven't seen each other's lists at all. Um, not, not even named uh, one. Well, except Derek talked about one and said, <laughs> that one's not in my top ten, which <laughs> we, won't, we won't say which it is, but I'm sure we'll talk about it that It may have changed b- between now and then. So it might be number one know. now, who knows, yeah. Uh, so a couple notes, uh, this is going to be spoiler free. So we're going to try, you know, if there's a big plot twist at the end of one of our favorite movies, we're not going to spoil it for you. So if you haven't seen it, you can go watch it after listening to this. So this is a spoiler free episode. Yeah. I mean, main plots and stuff like that. We'll probably talk about, but other than that, you should be okay to, uh, yeah, listen to the whole thing and not worry about spoilers. Um, yeah, okay. I would also say just as like a disclaimer at the beginning, um, some of these are going to be rated R. I always, Derek taught me this, but I always look at parents' guides before watching movies. Yeah. Um, you can do that without looking up spoilers and stuff like that. You can do that. IMDb has like parents' guide for everything, so I usually do that. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. If we love it um, and you hate it, that's uh, your fault for not looking at <laughs> the parents' the parents' guide. So uh, just there, uh, yeah, there are mind. movies that are amazing. They just, in my opinion, need to be missing one scene. <laughs> right. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yep. Uh, very cool. So I uh, just wanted to start by saying um, this all kind of started for me when I think I was probably. 12 or 13 and Derek was 24 or 25 and our parents were at their 30th wedding anniversary if it was wait if it was their 30th wedding anniversary that was like 10 years ago 10 12 years ago yeah so that's about right 80 that was 10 years ago yeah 10 years ago so I must have been 15 that doesn't really make sense anyway (laughs) it was a while ago they went to the Rose Bowl for their Do you remember this? They went to the Rose Bowl for their uh, um, anniversary. Yeah. <clears throat> and Derek, like, quote unquote, babysat me, even <laughs> though I, you know, I probably could have stayed home alone, but it was for like a couple days. So anyway, um, we just barricaded ourselves in the basement of uh, mom and dad's house and watched movies. On- Derek had Netflix, which at the time was like pretty new. Yeah. Um, and he had like the streaming one. And so he put his computer, he hooked it up to the TV and <laughs> to get, I'm sure we had like bandwidth. nine wired. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. fully wired. This? this was not to, like a to wireless get bandwidth setup. correctly, like to get it so that we could get, a, he had to put it like we're in the basement. Yeah. So like concrete walls, he had to put it like up as close to the ceiling as possible <laughs> so we could actually shelf. get Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. Super yeah. funny. Um, but it so worked. 
there we watched movies like The Boy in the Striped Pajamas and mm. Phoebe in Wonderland That's and right. other movies that I don't think I've seen since then, but I still remember yeah. because I just remember how much how much fun I had watching movies with my older brother and how he was showing me all these movies that I was probably, you know, too young for, uh, uh, not, not too young for like, cause there's bad stuff in it, but too yeah. young to like understand what's going on. Um, but I kind of did and I understood what was going on like right away and was yeah. just like, Whoa, I really love movies. Yeah. And that's kind of where my obsession started. I'd say, um, nice. with movies. Um, so yeah, Is that that when we watched with... Jaws for the first time too. Yeah, yeah, we totally did. Nice. That was awesome. I was like, this was, I, this was made so long ago, just believe it. Don't be like, yeah. these are bad effects, and then it's good. And it was. Farewell and adieu to you Spanish ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Jaws is great. Anyway, yeah. um, so we have got lists, and yeah. we are kind of ready to go. Yeah. Um, so these are you... like we're, we'll admit we'll be the first to admit these are not the top ten best movies of all time. Like I would even I don't even know if I'd put well maybe a couple in the greatest movies of all time, but they're my favorites. They're there's something about them that makes like some of them. It's like every single scene I love. It's like I could watch it and I'm just sitting there with a big dumb grin on my face the whole time. Like, this is so great. Some of them just, <laughs> they're like transport you somewhere. It doesn't mean they're the best. So, I mean, you can judge us. That's fine. But true. We know that they're also, not the greatest. Yeah. And we're, you know, we, we're not real movie credits, critics no. by any sense. We're just goobers who yeah. enjoy watching movies and thinking deeply about them. And, yeah. uh, that's, I mean, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to start this uh, pod, this show anyway. So I'm, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, I've got top 10 and then I've got 10 honorable mentions. And uh, and I have yeah. the top 11 because I couldn't <laughs> subtract one <laughs> and probably another 19 honorable mentions. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I started my list with 26 and then... I just was like, these are my favorite movies. And they were just like 26, maybe like 28. Cause I kept talking with it to people like at people at work and they're like, what about this movie? What about that movie? He's like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> and so then I added some more. Um, then I ended up putting them into two columns. Like, okay, definitely in the top 10, yeah. maybe in the top 10. And so kind of did it from there. But uh, yeah, since you have 11, I, I think it might be a good idea for you to go first with your number 11. Since I have just 10. That's a good idea. In number 11th place, this movie came out in 1985. I think we taped it off of television, and so I got to watch it over and over, Back to the Future. Yeah, I just rewatched this again oh. recently, and I was like, this is so good. <laughs> like, Doc and Marty are so funny, and, and yes. the plot is... I mean, scientifically, it's ridiculous, but it's so fun. <laughs> Back to the Future, fantastic. I will say it didn't make my honorable mentions, and but it was in my initial like twenty nine. Yeah, but it didn't make my final. So I guess we can call it an honorable mention. I was just reminded how much I enjoyed it. Like so many quotable lines, so many oh, like yeah. just funny like looks on their faces, goof, just all kinds of stuff. I loved it. You're, you're just too darn loud. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's so great. Says the guy who wrote the song yeah, he's playing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so and good. My poor wife probably has to hear that story every single time we watch it. 
Did you know Do that's you the know? guy yeah. that actually wrote that song <laughs> that says it's too darn loud? Yes, oh Derek. Goodness. I do. I did know. Yeah. My wife is the same. She's like, yes, I know. You tell me every time. <clears throat> awesome. Great one. Uh, cool. Do, do you want to do so, your number 10 now? Number 10. Uh, my and number 10. Go back and forth. Sure. My number 10 is The Usual Suspects. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I have only Kaiser seen it twice. Soze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've only seen it uh, twice. Uh, well, the first time was with you, Derek. Uh-huh. Yep. And the second time, I think I showed it to some guys in my dorm or something like that. So um, I don't think I showed you that when you were 15, though, right? No, 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 okay. no. No usual, su- no, usual Suspects was like, I was probably 18 or 19 okay. at the time. And you're like, oh, you haven't seen this yet? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah no. And if we didn't <laughs> mention it already, we're 12 years apart. Like, we're not super close in age. And that's yep, just how Yep, I'm it. 25 and Derek's 13. No, just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. I'm 25 and Derek's older than 25. Yeah. Whatever that plus 12 is. 30, 12 yeah. 30 something, <laughs> not 40 yet. Right. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Uh, usual suspects. There's just uh, a couple things that I just, I can't get out of my mind is mm. that final scene when yeah. uh, he's, like giving his final monologue, uh, Kevin Spacey's character is giving us, which, you know, disgraced actor now, I get it, but he's a know, great gonna, actor though. Fantastic actor back yeah. in the day. And, uh, um, <clears throat> that scene at the end when he's doing his final monologue again, not going to say spoilers, but he's doing his final monologue and it's just like flashing back to all these things uh-huh. and it's showing you the twist. And every time I'm even getting goosebumps now, just thinking about it, I'm just like, Oh, yeah. it's so good. And the whole movie you're scared of, something you haven't ever seen because yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because he's just, he's, you know, it's, it's basically, yeah. And part super, of it is because the way good. that the people in the movie react to Kaiser Soze, you know, on their deathbeds, yeah. they're terrified and yeah. Geez, yeah. Who exactly. is this guy? <laughs> what a weird name. Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I love about it is the, when they do the lineup scene, um, <laughs> yeah, they do the lineup scene, and then you realize, like, oh, I've seen that somewhere. It's because I'm pretty sure that studio used the silhouette of that for later, for when oh, they did more movies. Nice. And so it shows up, like, you know, like the bad robot thing when the robot runs through the yeah. grass? It's kind of like one of those. And they made it into one of those because of, of how iconic it was. And right. um, that, to me, is super cool. One of the coolest silhouettes, I think, ever is that lineup. And then just thinking about, like, all the different characters that they threw into that movie and somehow you know no one character like steps on another character's toes it's all like it's just it's it's really good yeah um definitely rated r so again check your your parents guides but uh this is a it's a great movie usual suspects 1995 um brian singer directed it i'm not he sounds familiar but i wouldn't be able to tell you exactly else what else he did brian singer do a bunch of the x-men movies maybe not yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, he did uh, a bunch of them. Anyway. Oh well, there you go. This this is in no way our approval or disapproval of of people. It's just, just about entertainment, just, okay? So yeah. yeah, exactly. So that was my there number ten. My number ten is Fiddler on the Roof, nineteen seventy one. No way. It's a musical, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's a musical. Wow. I had. I had to put it in there. It's one of those movies where when I watch it, I'm like, this is so good. 
and like every <laughs> scene like every single scene i'm like yeah this is a good scene yeah this is a good scene yeah this is good <laughs> it's about so awesome. uh, family and a jewish family in russia um when there's sort of like a political upheaval and uh them trying to reconcile their tradition it's all about tradition uh and just how that's changing for them and it's a it's a fantastic movie I just, you know, none of mine are rated R. After you said that, I looked. I'm like, oh, none oh, really? of mine are rated R, yeah. But there's a lot in my honorable mentions that are rated R. I think I've got, I think like five or six of mine are rated R. <laughs> uh, at least well, four. now but... we know we don't have the same top ten. There you go. Uh, wow, yeah, Fiddler on the Roof, so good. I haven't seen it in quite a few years. Yeah. Um, but just the guy who plays Tevya is hilarious. He's amazing. Yeah. So good. So good. And it why is it it's called Fiddler on the Roof because there's like this this guy who just like plays the the point yeah, they're it's brought up in the movie that their lives are like a fiddler like bouncing on a roof while he's playing the fiddle. It's it's precarious. The music in it is great. It you know, there's a lot of musicals out there where you just kind of think like Wow, yeah, that whole movie's so good, but we always skip that one <laughs> big musical number. I was just gonna say that, yeah, not this. Not one. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's a good one. No, like like I always think about a White Christmas. We always skip like whenever we watch it as like a a family. Yeah, like you know, m- not like my wife, but like our our, uh-huh. our extended family. our family. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Um, I always think we always just like oh, let's skip this big singing and dancing because it's like twelve minutes long or something. <laughs> I when we and think of skipping our them, sister. Yeah. Go ahead. Our sister's like, no, we can't skip. <laughs> like, sorry. I always think of in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the "Oh, what a lovely lonely man" song. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know if I've ever I listened to. I think I've it heard it maybe once. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because my forward. my dad, just, our dad, our dad just hated that. He was like, "Oh, such a dumb song." <laughs> Super That's a good funny. movie too. <laughs> it is. Didn't make my nope. lists though. Nope. Um, wow, Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler good on one. the that, Roof. Dude, that brings me way back. Yeah, that's been so long. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's it's a it's good one. Good. Doesn't it's it have the uh, matchmaker? Matchmaker, matchmaker. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know what? Some of you are probably uh, thinking, "Oh, dude, I saw somebody do that in a high school like the the drama, and it was not good." This it is good. It is good. Even if you yeah, saw a right, really though, good high school drama of it. You still should watch. It's really good. Yeah. If you're like, wow, that was terrible. It was probably the high school that butchered it. So I would, yeah, watch the movie. He's right. Really good characters. Just the things that they go through. Anyway, it's good. Yes. So good. Uh, We're going to be saying that a lot. That's a good movie. It's so great. Name any movie. That's a great movie. (laughs) 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 The Ring. Uh, yeah, I, well, something else I'll say before we move on is, um, this was something that my best man, uh, Tyler, who was actually with me on the first couple episodes of this uh, this show, um, he was talk. he talks about in his, um, best man speech, he talked about how the Demers are our family, how we have our own language. Um, and basically what he's talking about is movie lines. We, we know, so many movie lines and we, you know i know a lot of families probably yeah we know movie lines too we probably know all the ones that you know and then we also probably know a bunch of them from movies that are super weird that no one else has ever seen we don't even know it's just we're like yeah. what is that even from 
I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, because we've been saying it for years. Because yeah. it started as a movie line, and now we're like, uh, we should say it. And then eventually we'll watch that movie. Like, That's, That's what it's from. That. Yeah. doing movie lines and it's, a lot it's I'm like sure. involuntary like a situation happens or a phrase and my brain is telling me you should say this you it just happens not even there's a step missing out of there it just kind of comes out of my mouth <laughs> yeah exactly uh so awesome okay um, where are we that was or, my number well, 10 oh go ahead it's either awesome or it's or it's uh, probably really annoying to re- some people redu- yeah really dumb but um <clears throat> Okay, so is it time for nine for me? Number nine, yeah, uh, Gladiator. Ooh, that's yeah. a great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time, that's a great movie. So Gladiator, uh, you can say what you want about it being culturally inaccurate, historically inaccurate. I don't care. Have you seen the movie A Knight's Tale? I love that movie, and that has <laughs> We Will Rock You in it. Um, oh, so man. this is... You know, similar reasons I love this movie. Um, it's just, you know, Russell Crowe is my favorite actor for a while, um, especially right after I saw Gladiator. Yeah. Um, and Ridley Scott's just been directing for so stinking long, and the yeah. music in the movie is ridiculously good. And I remember the first time that you showed me Gladiator, I think it was probably 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. This might have been one of the first ones we saw, maybe when I was more like 13, 14. Um, and we had, you know, we had asked mom and dad if it was okay. And yeah. we were like, yeah, well, it's just because it's war violence and there's blood. There's no, you know, well, nudity mostly. or anything like that. Well, yeah, mostly. Some um, of these movies, even probably the first time you watched them, we probably fast forwarded one scene. Like usually that's the probably sexual, true. if there's any sexual stuff, it gets fast forwarded usually. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, yeah, anyway. music's super, super good. Yeah. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I did a couple of... Uh, projects i don't know like world history projects or projects on geography or anything like that anything i could do on the coliseum i tried to do because i've just always loved the coliseum yeah and i loved it before i saw gladiator and then i just like heightened my obsession even more at that age just being like you know in early high school or even late junior high like oh my gosh the coliseum is so awesome nice um and so and that movie too is when it comes to war movies, is it's got probably one of my favorite war leaders that it shows is like because the Maximus, the main character, yeah. Russell Crowe's character, leads in a way that is so yeah. interesting and so cool to me. That's his true. guys like they're you know he's in exile and his guys are still like waiting for him to come back and like yeah we're ready whenever you are, yeah. um, and that to me is so cool that that. Uh, that loyalty of that. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Yeah. And the, you know, the fight scenes are great and there's tigers and yeah, great movie. Yeah. Good one. Definitely rated R, but great movie. That is a great movie. So that's good. what we're going to say. That's a great movie. Yeah. Like we should think of more ways. It's like people tasting food. <laughs> this is delicious. What do you mean? It's, yeah. it's true though. It's a, it's a fantastic movie that I don't even think that made my honorable mention, but it should have for sure. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I, I flirted with it not being in the top 10 at all yeah. just because of how historically inaccurate it, it is Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But I just kept thinking I, – I, I did this too. I listened to some music from each of these, yeah. and so it brought back more memories, the ones I didn't get to rewatch before doing this, and was just like, wow, oh, man, I really do love that movie. So I 
threw it in there. Yeah. Number nine, Gladiator. A soundtrack does a Yeah, it really does. It transports you or really pulls out the emotion that they're trying to get. Yeah, that does a lot for me in a movie. Yeah, good one. Awesome. Where are Number we? nine. My number, number nine, nine is It's a Wonderful Life. With Jimmy Old Stewart, school. 1939. It's black and white. It's the story. Wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Help you down. <laughs> Say brainless. Don't you know where coconuts come from? There's a million. There you of go. Them. Yeah. So um, awesome. I, I want a big one. Um, <laughs> This is a movie about a guy who keeps sacrificing, and he sort of has this midlife crisis, and then- he realizes he does have a wonderful life. That's like the really short, the no spoilers version. Jimmy Stewart's performance is really good. And it's just, there's just something about somebody realizing something really deeply about their life. You know what I mean? One of those, I don't even know what, what kind of moment you'd call it. Just like a life transforming moment where you realize something that's always been true. You just maybe didn't quite get it. And, and this movie does that really well it's a good one i like it it's a christmas movie i guess yeah for a movie that's in 39 made in 39 it has so many memorable scenes like i haven't seen it in years and i can remember most of it because there's a lot of really memorable stuff that happens in that movie i feel like the director was well known but it was like a flop in the box office it had jimmy stewart and donna reed and they were both pretty I guess well-known actors at the time, but I think in hindsight, people are like, "Whoa, that was you know that is a good movie." It it aged really well. Yeah, that's for sure. It did. At least I yeah. like it. Maybe everybody else hates it when it comes on television around Christmas. Oh my gosh! But I like. It. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. And if they do, bummer. You should. You should try it again. <laughs> Watch it again. Joseph. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah. <laughs> This, that's, this is what this is going to be, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. It's, here's a movie. The, and then Derek uh, says, Grab me the like, moon, Murray. Tens, yeah. Oh, yeah. lasso the moon, Murray. Lasso the moon, This is a very interesting Murray. situation. <laughs> boys and girls and gin. Why do they need music? Or no, boys and girls and music. Why do they need gin? <laughs> Why do they need gin? Why do they need gin? Oh, uh, wow. Great it's movie. A, it's a great movie. Yeah. Nice. A lot of good very characters. Cool. Some, a lot of supporting yeah. characters. Yeah. Anyway. Every time a bell rings, an angel, angel gets, gets his, his wings. wings. That's right. It's a Wonderful Life, if you didn't know, is the story of, uh, it's like the, isn't it kind of like the Scrooge one? Mm. Sort of. Well, it's like a in that, spinoff, maybe? The main character has like a big transformation in his life. or But no, I don't think it's, I don't even yeah, think it's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, those two things always coexist sort of in my mind i'm kind of like oh it's kind of like one of those when i you know think about it briefly but a christmas carol is on my honorable mentions very nice very very nice it's a certain Uh, one Ooh, oh a specific version a muppets christmas carol nope (laughs) nope not that one (laughs) different one funny but no no so that was my number nine that was your number nine. Number eight for me, uh, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Nice is my number eight. Um, Very it nice. It is 
it is the best sequel ever made, if so you ask good. me. Which is kind of funny that I think that because there's another sequel higher on my list. Um, <laughs> but but this is this is the best sequel ever made, I would say. Um, it's got this movie might have the best character development of any second movie hmm. ever. The character development is like it took the good things about you know the first Star Wars episode four. It took the best things about A New Hope, yeah. and expanded on them in a way that just made you love the characters even more. And there were already and everyone, a lot of good things, yeah, exactly. And everyone has great screen time, and it's just mm-hmm. that scene at the beginning where where he's like, "Sir, it's negative, you know, such and such degrees out there." He goes, "Yeah, and my friends are out in it," and he's like, "Yep." Well, you're never going to survive. He goes, well, then I'll see you in hell. Just like, yeah. just scenes like that where he's <laughs> he like, he's going to go risk his, his life for his friend. Yeah. It's yeah. just, oh, and that's like at the beginning of the movie. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. so good that it's, all the, all the planets made in 1980. I mean, I'm, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure most 95% of the people listening to this, I'm sure have seen this movie. Yeah, it's probably. just so, it's so good. It's just, it's got fantastic music. Which, yes. you know, stay in tune because I believe that, Derek and I are going to do another episode and it's probably going to be on my list again for that. Y- um, yeah. So This is an awkward moment where you have named a movie that is higher on my list. When should I talk about it? Right now? You should say and what I, it is for you, yep. But I won't say what number it is or will I? No, you can say what number. No, because what if it's number one? Then that's a total spoiler. <laughs> Okay, then uh, we then. Well, I just won't say it's 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 higher in my top ten list. Okay, very cool. Something about this the he's right the the music John Williams incredible composer. I'm not even gonna go into all the movies that he it would we could have a whole episode on John Williams Jaws E T back no not Back to the Future but a lot of others anyway so many that I'm not even gonna uh, Jurassic Park. all of them. Indiana Jones, yeah. Superman. But anyway, so we said oh that we gosh. weren't gonna, but we started. The Olympics. Home Alone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that theme where they're in the medical barge at the end. It's also when yep, they're like yep. stuck in the the asteroid field and. Oh my gosh, it's I'm speaking my language. Around. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah. And it's like it's that's is kind of like a uh, a road trip movie. There's so many different places that they, it's not really, but they go to so many different places. They're on like an ice planet, yeah. they're stuck on an asteroid. They're like I, I don't even know. Like Luke goes to some other planet, you know, spoilers. <laughs> And, well, look, you can spoil this yeah. movie. It's everyone's seen it. And if you haven't, then we're going to spoil it for you. The Bummer. Cloud um, City. So, oh, so good. I love that movie. Yeah. And uh, that, that was my last note on it was it has my favorite track from any soundtrack ever on it. And that's, that's the one you're talking the about. Medical that, barge da, da, one. Da, da, oh. Da, da, da. Yeah. Oh and, my and gosh. And at the end, right before the credits roll, it, like the tempo slows down and then it goes right into, slides ba, right da, into the main da, Star Wars thing. Oh, and I get goosebumps oh, yeah. and it's like, <gasps> that's incredible. I can't it's imagine so for those of you that saw that in the theaters when it came out in 1980. Oh man. Oh, that must've been murder. What an ending! Like Hans over there, and now we gotta go find him. And we ah, oh, and the, you just fade out from the medical barge, and they're standing there in the window as the sh- the other ship goes off. Well, we'll call you when we get there. And the I'm getting goosebumps, gorgeous, and you're like, yeah. I gotta wait three more years. 
man. Oh man. Yeah. You didn't super, have the internet super. when you're like, when is it actually gonna be released? Anyway. Yeah, nobody knew. What a yeah. So awesome. I bet dad saw it in the theater. Yeah, probably. We'll have to ask him. He probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh wow. Empire Strikes Back. Best oh, sequel man. ever made. So Name a better one. I'll wait. <laughs> uh, I can't think of one. Um, you maybe yeah. can, and will tell us later. Maybe right, not a but better the other, one. But. Well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but the other one might not be better as a sequel, but it's more of my favorite anyway. There anyway. you go. So there you go. That's my number eight, The Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Uh, fantastic, fantastic movie. It's awesome. I think we had that one on tape, VHS. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, we totally did. And I must have just watched it over and over and over. I don't know what it was about it. Anyway, I love it. It's that's the thing too is it it's well I I I like to talk about movies pacing a lot. There's some yeah. movies that the pacing is all off and it's just like hard to watch. This movie's yeah. got perfect pacing. It's perfect. It's yeah, it's just it doesn't slow too yeah. fast to where you're like what's happening and with a movie that has that many different planets in it i mean star oh. wars has always done that really well but yeah do you have and an aha something we didn't mention probably the biggest what major like shocker of a should i say the line no yeah of course i am your father and everybody's like what Darth nobody Vader's freaking father? knew Oh my gosh. Like I, I bet people in the theaters were just like <gasps> Yeah. <gasps> just like, oh man, insane. We should ask dad about that yeah. and see what he remembers. That'd yeah. be awesome. That's cool. a great movie. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure we'll say again. That's my number eight. I love it. Mm-hmm. My number eight is The Princess Bride by <laughs> S. Morgan Stern, <laughs> chapter one. Yes, The Princess Bride. 1987. I think it's directed by Rob Reiner, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I love medieval kind of anything, but this is one of those movies that like is a bit irreverent. It, it's it's a adventure comedy, I guess. If you haven't seen it, some people have told me, you know, the reason you like this, Derek, is it's not that great of a movie. You just saw it when you were a kid, and so it has, like, good memories. I'm like, no, it not really true. is a good movie. It's it really, really is good. fantastic. So many so hilarious, quotable lines, ridiculous, funny characters, d- true love, swordplay, murder, you know, betrayal. <laughs> and Andre the Giant is in it. And rodents <laughs> of unusual size. Yeah. And the, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, so man. good. This is one of those moments where you just mentioned that and it should have been on my honorable mentions, but isn't. It's one that I just kind of skipped my mind. They're, Sorry. It's Princess so hard Bride, to make a top. Like, probably probably one of the most quotable movies ever. Could, yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have something to tell you. I am not left-handed. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not left-handed <laughs> either. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Found four white horses. Someone found sp- the lady. Yeah. Hello lady. Hello lady. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the what's the one about the boat? He's somebody's follow us. He's right on top of us. Maybe it's just a local fisherman out for a pleasure cruise. Out for at a night pleasure cruise at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh man. So a, so excellent. It's a great movie. 
it's and it's like I was saying, it's it's an adventure, but it's like an irreverent <laughs> comedy. It does not take itself seriously at all. It's nope. just a fun nope. fantasy adventure, medieval, you know, kind of Robin Hood kind of era. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yep. That <laughs> one's that's that's excellent. And there's Love this it. this grandpa reading the story to his sick grandson. And so it's narrated by um, Peter Falk, who who's Columbo. And the uh-huh. kid he's reading it to is um, what's his name from? Um, um, now I can't remember what what the name of the show is. I can't remember his name either. The Wonder Years, Fred Savage. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning, there's this fight, and he's like, he's gonna skip. And he's, Grandpa, is this a kissing book? <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry. You're like, he's like, I'll skip you're like, over that part. Yeah, because you're like in it, and then all of a sudden it cuts back. Yeah. And you hear the kid's voice. The kid's and it cuts like, back to them. Is this a kissing book? He's like, <laughs> he's playing video games at the beginning. He's not into having a book read to him. And then by the end, he's like, this is good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's, good. it's so awesome. What a great, that's a great one. Number, that was that's your number a eight? Great movie. Yep. So good. Uh, okay. Number seven for me is Django Unchained. Nice. Yes. Uh, Django. I, this not movie. Not take a block from the middle and put it on top. That's Django. This is That's D-G-A-N-G-O. The D is silent. I love this movie for so many reasons. Um, I love Quentin Tarantino movies. Um, you know, parental guidance advised, of course. Yes. Um, but Quentin Tarantino's got so many good movies, and I had to put a Quentin Tarantino movie on this list. He's I been just had good to. yarn. He really does. And, uh, wow, this movie, to me, um, it has more than just that I love it. I also, the very first movie that I watched with my wife before we were even, I think it was either when we were dating or before we were even dating was Django Unchained. We're ta- we're in a college and Gotta I love put those her romantic like, comedies. I, <laughs> I sent her through the, cause she hadn't seen it yet. I yeah. sent her through the ringer. I was like, well, I guess I'll find out if she's, you know, if she's going to be my wife, if she likes this movie. But, I mean, that wasn't really, you know, it that cut and dry. But, I mean, that was one of the things I was thinking. You can find and, out something about a person when they watch a really violent movie. Yeah. And, you know, and she had said before that she loves war movies and gore doesn't bother her at all. And she actually went to phlebotomy school. So, like, blood is, she's used to it all the time. Yeah. And so, and I was like, well, you want to see a lot of blood. <laughs> so, uh, so we watched Django and she loved it and I loved it and we fell in love. <laughs> We didn't fall in love by watching Django Unchained, but it's just one of those things that we that I did to kind of test, you know, is it, you know, I you know, I really should have tested the waters in her movie liking with something different, but I didn't, you know, I just was like, let's go for it. So we went for it and she loved it and I loved it, so it worked there out. There you go. Um you have similar tastes in in yep. movies. Uh Leonardo DiCaprio and Jamie Foxx and Amazing. uh Christoph Waltz. Um Yeah ridiculous He's ridiculously good. good christoph waltz especially and jamie fox especially are so good in this movie yeah i'm amazed how christoph waltz can play such a good like a, a good guy and a bad guy he's man yeah he's good yeah yeah and totally. jamie fox is fantastic yeah that's a great movie Jamie Foxx is probably the most talented human being on the planet. I can't think of anyone else who's more talented. Yeah, he's got like a Grammy and an Oscar and a Tony and a, yeah, amazing. And uh, whatever, whatever else you kind can of get. awards there are, he probably has got one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I love that movie. Um, to me, Fantastic. it's one of those movies that is 100% entertaining all the time. The yeah. whole movie is so entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't stop and it's got this like refined quality to it. That's like, mm. you know, everything is purposeful, yeah. but then when you don't realize Leonardo DiCaprio is in the movie until like half hour in or so. And then when he turns around and you see it's Leonardo DiCaprio, the screen like zooms in right on his face <laughs> and you're like, Oh, it's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's totally Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Like just to do something crazy like that, like, ah, oh, well let's just let everyone know that Leo's in this movie. Boom. And there yeah. it is. And wow. It's just, just the, the gutsy, no one does it like Tarantino. It, this it's movie like screams that people and, yeah. try to make movies like a comic book and they fail his are his kind of are you know yeah they kind they of kind are of have that it's quality true. anyway what's the what's the oh man this is terrible that i don't know this but what's that other director who did baby driver and edgar wright edgar yeah edgar wright that guy to me is can do that like the comic book and make it into yeah. a movie have you seen scott pilgrim versus the world pretty sure that's <laughs> yeah. edgar wright yeah. yeah that's true yeah he does it yeah so he can pull it yeah. off so i would say i would say edgar wright and then quentin tarantino can do yeah. that but oh man yeah i i love django i every that's time a, yeah. i watch it it starts up and the music's at the beginning i'm like oh this movie's so good <laughs> it's it yeah it's so great, great jamie fox and jamie fox's fantastic yeah, in this movie it's good and One leo is roles. like scary good yeah well. he is there's a scene where uh leo like breaks a glass in his hand mm-hmm. and he keeps method acting through the whole thing he actually broke the glass <laughs> and it actually bled like sliced like, his hand and he open. just kept going and so a lot of the other actors in the scene are kind of like like going like that but it, you know, it fits with the character too, because yeah. he did that in the, but like he actually did that. That's crazy. And he didn't stop the scene. No one stopped. They just kept rolling. It and sure it was just made like, him oh. that much more terrifying. <laughs> and it kept it in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that was also when Leo was, uh, trying to get an Oscar and, you know, we all know that he crawled into a dead horse in the Revenant <laughs> <laughs> naked to get an Oscar. There, so, and it worked. Um, and it worked. It worked. And I applauded. Um, yeah, yes, that was a good too. movie too. <laughs> also a good movie. Yep, that's my number seven. My number seven. The, I'm. I just have to say, I'm surprised by my top ten movies. I'm surprised this is what I picked. <laughs> number seven. I mean, I agree with. I'm not going to change it, but I'm like, really? right? Wow, this is weird. Robin Hood, 1973, the Disney animated one. Oh Robin yeah. Hood. The soundtrack is amazing. It's like I said, I love medieval anything. The characters are hilarious. It's so good. It's so funny. And there's like this melancholy. There's sort of like this. I don't even know who does the music, but it's like the rooster character who's like the minstrel. Whoever that is. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes ups. Outnumbers and downs. Yeah. Have you seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? No. No. I just watched it last, like a couple nights ago with Briar. It's Wes Anderson. So, so good. It's one of her favorites. Um, But we we watched that and it's got such a good soundtrack. You know that soundtrack when uh, 
Maid Marian and or that that song when Maid Marian and Robin Hood yep. are like the love song. Seems that's like in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yesterday. Yeah, something like that. That yeah. that exact one is in Fantastic love Mr. Fox. Like it's just off. like that's, playing in the background, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's great. so awesome." That's one of those ones I used to fast forward when I was a kid, and now that I'm an adult, I'm like, "That's a really good song." It's a really good song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to quote a million lines. <laughs> Yeah, jumping down the trees, trying to get away, <laughs> contemplating isn't that escape and finally making it. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Oh, uh, oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! We're such nerds. Yeah. Oh wow, it's, Robin. And it's Hood, not that's just so the music. Good. The music is great, but the care. I mean, it's it's good. It's ridiculous and fun. I will say that no animated movies made my top this ten. This is why only, I'm saying and. I'm and only one animated movie made my, um, made my this is the, honorable mentions. Yeah. This is the only, an, yeah, I don't have any in my honorable mentions, but I have a, a musical and an animated movie <laughs> yeah. in my top What? <laughs> yep. It's, this is one of those movies, though, when I, every single scene, I just sit there with a big dumb grin on my face, like, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. to put it in there. Uh, it's so good. What a great one. Good, yeah. good. Wow, good choice. Good, great. Yeah, awesome. My Jeez. favorite Disney movie for sure. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, I love this. This is a lot of fun. Um, there's not as much overlap so far as I thought there would be. I don't I know, know that there's going to be any. Ones. I know there might be more overlap for maybe two of these, maybe three, but yeah. probably not many more than that. Uh, so that was your number seven? My seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. six. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring is my number six. I had a hard time. I knew Lord of the Rings had to be in here. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about it before. Derek and I had talked about it before and decided that if you're going to choose one from a series, you have to choose one. You know, it can represent the series, but you have to talk about why that one. So why The Fellowship of the Ring? It's probably the greatest introduction to any story ever. Um, the characters are beyond, you know, the only other one I think that even comes close to as good of character development is, is probably Star Wars mm-hmm. with, the, you know, the old four, five, six Star Wars. Yeah. The characters in that are just as near and dear to my heart as, as Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, I would say it's, it's probably the best fantasy story ever told in movie form. You, you don't be mad at me. I haven't read the books. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. Either. I don't. I, I don't read bad. the books though. Like when people yeah. are like, "Yeah, but have you read the books?" My answer is always no. And I'm like, "Look, it's yeah. okay. You know, I, I can like the movies if I haven't read the books." I if you want to leave me out of the um, the J.R.R. Tolkien fan club, then that's okay. Yeah, but I'm still in the J.R.R.P.G. Tolkien. <laughs> But respect, <laughs> mad respect. Have you seen that that video where they make fun of Lord of the Rings by like no. naming people wrong? No. It starts out, it's like the guy's voice is like this, and he's like, "Next is JRPG G Tolkien's <laughs> Lord of the Rim." He's <laughs> like, just say, and he calls Frodo Finkel, and it's so funny. Finkel in in Fraggle Batches goes to the. Yeah, it's so good, funny. Yeah, um, any Lord of the speak, Rings but, yeah. is incredible. I I am um I am geek for sure at heart. Me and my wife way more than I am. Yeah, yeah. 
we we watched this movie over and okay and we have the so we have the set that has the extended versions i think they're like almost four hours long each and then there's three of them right right and we watched all but one of the commentary tracks all the way through as well like with this character and that character and this director and that art director and this one so it was like wow that's what we did the first like three years of our marriage was just watch lord of the rings over and over and over that's awesome i love it it's in my top 10 too but i won't talk anymore about it because mine actually oh it's up it's up higher it's a different one of the different lord of the rings that's fair Yep. I had a hard time not choosing Two Towers or yeah. I had a hard time picking which one, yeah. but I just thought, you know, without, without that one, I just think of, you know, there's a lot of other scenes in, in Two Towers and Return of the King that yeah. are like, wow, these scenes are so good. Yeah. But the ones that are like the most, I don't know, the ones that are the most thoughtful, the ones that I think about the most are mm. always from fellowship of the ring when mm. they're like leaving the shire Ooh, yeah. and the farther away from the shire they get the farther away from home you feel as you're watching them yeah and to me anyway and so you know the <laughs> that's probably it's kind of a bad reason <laughs> to choose fellowship of the ring but <laughs> I, that's i mean that's one of the reasons that you know that part when they're at rivendell and they're choosing mm-hmm. who goes i love all of that too yeah it, it's so good yeah excellent Yes. There you go. That was my number six. Number six. Yep. (laughs) My number six is Pride and Prejudice. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're talking (laughs) This is the 1995 Colin Firth and Jennifer L. When nobody knew- Five hours long. What's-her-name Knightley was. That's- It's disrespectful. This is the Pride and Prejudice. It is technically a miniseries- we're just gonna call it a movie, and the character. Mm. So this is this is Pride and Prejudice, a Jane Austen novel. This was made in 1995, uh, and it's a great. It's just amazing characters. Jane Austen wrote incredible characters. Like you can make fun of me for liking Jane Austen, but that's fine. I don't. I don't mind her character <laughs> development. Her insight into like just the way that people interacted was incredible. And the characters in this movie are just so good and so yes. funny and quotable and it's long and most people think it's boring and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, it didn't make anywhere close to any of my lists, but I will say that for being a Jane Austen movie that's five hours long <laughs> and I haven't, I've, I've maybe seen it two times, three times in my lifetime, I remember most of it because it's yeah. very memorable and there's a lot of really funny scenes and even just, I just remember like the, that girl playing piano and then they like tell her to stop because yeah. she's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've entertained that... us quite enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So funny. Let the other young girls uh... make an exhibit or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'd love to watch those with you sometime. That'd I be love fun. Those. That's a good one. Like when you're stuck in the house when it snows or you're, it's over like a Thanksgiving weekend or... <laughs> yeah, totally. You could be like doing a puzzle and anyway. That's awesome. I love it though. Wow. It's, it's another one your... where like even though it's five hours long, like every scene I'm like, I love this movie. That's awesome. And plus, I love those massive houses like in England. So the yeah. whole, the, the setting is the English countryside and these giant 
manor homes and i love that stuff man i geek out that's on that good stuff. stuff good that's stuff. my number six that was your number six. My number five is Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. That's a is, great movie. Is my yes. This is, is my number my five. Well. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's three of them that are up on your list that are either five or better that are also on my list. So there is quite a bit of overlap then. There is. Um, I don't think there's any more though. I think this is the last one that we're gonna overlap on. Ooh. Um, May, well, may. well, there's not many left to overlap. No, no, there's not. <clears throat> Number five, Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, 2003, directed by Peter Weir. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, just furthered my uh, my Russell Crowe obsession at the time yeah. when I saw this. Um, Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany uh, so play good. these friend these friends, and it's like they're they're on a ship and they have these orders to do this and that and. It's just it's so like British, a British ship searching out a French ship. Exactly, and it's it's like it's probably one of the most. Uh, I love uh, Pirates of the Caribbean as much as the next guy, but this is uh, Master and Commander is like the most realistic boat movie yeah. ever. So good. I remember watching it. This was not not the first time I saw it, but I remember watching it in your apartment. Mm-hmm. with your roommates um and we had like a big movie night and you invited a bunch of your friends over and like me and Megan oh, Megan's yeah. our sister I remember and that. we all watched it and you had those tower speakers and we watched it on like a projector or something like that nice um and i just remember it was turned up so loud that the cannon fire sounds almost sounded like they were going past us and you <laughs> didn't even have you didn't even have a uh, surround no. sound at the time it was just it was stereo, just so yeah. yeah it was just so like beefy that like i just remember the cannon fires and we were like ducking because it's like oh the sound mixing that movie is so good and yeah ultimately it's it's i had to make it top five just because the biggest biggest reason is because of the friendship between yes um paul bettany's character and russell crowe's character and the way Mm -hmm. that russell crowe's the captain of the ship and paul bettany's just like the doctor so he's not even like the first mate or anything he's just the doctor but they're they're like best, you know, really, really good friends. Yeah. And he, you know, he lets him come into the captain's quarters and, you know, share his ideas and, and that kind of thing. And yeah, just and their journey a, that, that they go on. Yeah. And there's a class thing there as well. He's he's a, a noble. Right. So in right. the time in England right. where you have the different classes and Paul exactly. Bettany, the doctor. So the captain is a noble that those are the only people who could be officers, I think. And then Paul Bettany is right. just a normal guy, but he's a doctor. So he's not part of the aristocracy or, or whatever. So there's a bit of. Yeah. And anyway. there's other nobles that are in there that are that, you know, that are in the ship that always like have dinner with them. And yeah, but and Paul Bettany's character is always there just because they're good friends. And yeah, so just that kind of. Yeah, it's super good. It sound really boring. It, yeah, but it's <laughs> really not. Say, it's no. It's it's incredible. If you haven't seen it and you like action movies with good friendship and it there's realistic gore, but it's not too much by any stretch. I think it's only PG thirteen. Um this movie is mm-hmm. fantastic. Um I'm pretty sure it won an Oscar for Best Picture in two thousand three. Oh. And I'm pretty sure Russell Crowe won a uh, an Oscar for Best Actor, as far as I know. I love this movie. I could be wrong. But the soundtrack so is gorgeous. It's oh, yeah. Yo-Yo Ma does several, several mm-hmm. pieces, 
and there's just like something you can do with a cello that gives you this like the hair stands up on the back of your neck and it's sort of like yeah. gritty and there's the bunch of dudes trapped on a boat so there's like this element of brotherhood right and uh, i can't there's the sounds of the i can just i could just listen to like the menu audio <laughs> all night yeah it's like the menu audio is like waves the waves it? lapping against oh, the boat man. and this the, yeah there's something about the sound mixing slow. of this movie maybe it's slow but i just love it, it. just pulls you in it yeah so to good. me like if you're the kind of person who puts on a movie and then is like on your phone the whole time you might think this movie's slow oh, yeah and that's that okay you don't boring. have to like it but you're wrong <laughs> um <laughs> Cause this, yeah, it's so, so, so good. So it, that's also on your list. It is. It makes me Whoa. feel so good. I just, yes. Yep. I, I think that I should be a sailor. Maybe in a past life I was a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really believe in that thing, but right. there's something about the ocean being like the, the adventure of it. And they go like way out there going after this boat. Oh man. Right. The, the brotherhood and the friendship and the adventure and the and the yeah. the boat and the ocean is kind of part of the cast and yeah, it's just so good yeah so good so that's my number five yeah and I almost got hold fast tattooed on my knuckles <laughs> oh <laughs> which is in that movie awesome. I did yeah. and. I probably should have. That's pretty freaking awesome. But anyway, (laughs) it's not just because of that, but it's also in the movie. Yes. Very cool. So that's on my top 10 as well. Which number are we at? That's five. That's your five. So my five now, right? Yep. Yep. My number five is Jurassic Park. Yes. The original, in my opinion, still the best. If I had a number 11, it would be a Jurassic Park. This made my honorable mentions and was in my top 10 notes several times and was yeah. rumbling around. So it was very, very close. I love this movie. So uh, it came out when I was 10 years old. I wasn't allowed to watch it till my 13th birthday. My cousin Ben, <laughs> he and I are like about the exact same age. And so we've been kind of like best buddies since we were born. And he was really excited about this movie about dinosaurs. And I didn't really know anything about it, but I got into it. We had like action figures and all kinds of stuff. I finally was able to watch it on my 13th birthday at my birthday party. Yes. And I will never forget that first, the scene with the, there's like a, a crate on a forklift coming through the trees, <laughs> shaking the trees, and you're like, it's a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. The soundtrack of the whole thing is amazing. John the, Williams. Yes, John Williams. So good. Um, the, the effects hold up. Steven Spielberg is good at what he does, man. He he gets it yes. done. Even, this no, was made yeah. in 1993, and still when I watch it, it doesn't look bad. Like, the it T-Rex looks, still looks real to me. It's so good. It's the Raptors yeah, fantastic. Even. Like Yep. Oh, it's such a good movie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. So 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 good. So that's wow. number 5. Jurassic Park. It's so classic too. The tone of it is really good too. Yeah, it is. It's like Something it's like lighthearted it. with really scary dinosaurs. Yeah. And it's There's like, like realistic, but you know it's it. not real. But it's, ugh. 
Yeah. So iconic, too. It's, yeah, there's nothing else like it, really. We have a T-Rex. And it, the thing, too, is it, you know, it doesn't really have, like, a main, you know, this, you know, it doesn't have what Star Wars, Star Wars has Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know, that Jurassic Park has, uh, like... Laura Dern. <laughs> and yeah. Like, that's kind of it. You know what and I mean? Like, and she's not Alan even the Grant. main character. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. and I mean, it has um, people, but Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. So awesome. <laughs> He's great. Every once in a while, uh, every once in a while, life, I'll just be like, uh, I need to watch a, a Jeff Goldblum uh, movie. Finds a way life. Uh, yeah. Finds a way. <laughs> we just watched, uh, Fire and I just watched Thor Ragnarok the other day. <laughs> That's a fantastic movie. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is so funny in Captain that one. Captain Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I wonder what they said. Hey, Jeff, you oh, want to come be yourself in this movie <laughs> yeah, for <seriously>. a bit? <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Yeah. Great, 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 great Jurassic movie. Park. Jurassic Park. Excellent. That was your number five. Yeah. Now I'm counting how many movies in my top 10 have a John Williams soundtrack. It's not many as many as I thought. It's a it's a several. Uh okay, my number 4 is Warrior. Ooh. Yeah. That is not one, even in did my Did this one slip through the clack, it cracks did. for you? That's yeah. a great movie. I love this movie. Another Tom Hardy movie. and Joel Edgerton which wow. I don't know how Joel Edgerton got so jacked so fast for this movie. Yeah. Tom Hardy's always been jacked, yeah. but um, yeah, they they play these two brothers who are kind of estranged from each other, mm-hmm. and they are both fighters, and it just kind of follows MMA. them. Yeah, yeah, MMA like MMA mixed martial arts yeah. fighting, and it has oh, what's his name? Is it Joe Rogan? Is Joe Rogan in that movie? Oh, maybe. I think it has Joe Rogan in it and he's like plays the announcer. Um, but dude, this movie, it's got a, a crazy good, it's not really a twist and you kind of know that it's going to happen, but there's like, I won't talk about, I won't say exactly what it is, but, and the, you know, the music, it's not one of those that's like, you're going to go back and listen to the soundtrack by itself all the time, but it's like the music holds up really well. Yeah. And just the storytelling of, of the like movie is so wet. good. I mean, I yes. cry during movies a lot. Like my in normal life, my emotions are under control mostly, but in movies, like I just <laughs> let it go. You know Same. what I mean? Like there isn't like yep. I wept. Such a yeah. good movie, powerful. Like just, we, I mean, there would be movie. spoilers if we really explained it a lot. But it's a good, like somebody told me uh, a friend of mine, Joel. Uh, you know Joel. Um, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's the one. He was like, "Have you seen that movie, Warrior?" It's about these these two brothers, and they're both MMA fighters. And I'm thinking, no, I I'm not really into MMA. Like I respect that, but I right. wasn't a fan. So immediately I'm like, he's like, even if you don't like MMA or anything, the story is really good. And he was right. That's an amazing movie. It's phenomenal. I almost yeah. didn't watch it, and that would have been a shame. It's fantastic. Yes, uh, I would say if you enjoy um, Rocky. Or mm-hmm. you enjoy any kind of sports movie yeah. or anything with like a tough family situation yeah. um, that, you know, gets, you know, it'll, I'll say it, it gets better at the end. Yeah. I, you know, this is phenomenal and yeah. it's, it's so good. Yeah. Pushing um, through top adversity. four for me. It's so, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Some of those yeah. fight scenes, like the will of mm-hmm. those guys, the will, the sheer willpower. Yeah. yeah. And the determination. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And they're just yeah, it's like Joel a Edgerton, story. man. Yeah, I didn't know good. how good Joel Edgerton was until he was. You know, Tom Hardy's just as good in yeah. that as he is in everything else. He's yeah. fantastic, but Joel Edgerton is like, wow, this guy's good. It basically yeah. the main character is Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. He's the main guy that follows most of the time. Um, but yeah, wow, Warrior. That's number that's four. A great movie. I also I also just want to say that Tom Hardy is a monster. He is. <laughs> just, I just had that written here. Tom Hardy's a monster. Anyway. He's legit, man. You yeah, can cover up most of his face actor. and only have him in 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes of your movie, and he still like steals the show. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's really good at covering up his face <laughs> and then having him in the movie. Yep. He's done it several times. Yeah. Well, He's he also in... good. I, I was watching some Christopher Nolan stuff. Christopher Nolan's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Uh, or actors, directors, not actors. Yeah. Directors. Um, and I was watching. He was laughing. I watch... I just watched this stuff because I'm a nerd, but yeah. he was talking about uh, Killian Murphy and yeah. how he, which I thought it was Cillian Murphy, but Christopher Nolan said Killian Murphy, so uh, I believe Christopher Nolan's pronunciation. Um, but he was like, Killian Murphy, I asked him to be on a, on a movie, um, and he said, do you, do you have to put a bag over my head? <laughs> because apparently, because if you think about it, in, in uh, Batman Begins yeah. and Inception, he's got a bag over his oh. head. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's so funny. funny to me. I forgot oh, man. about Inception. So, so Christopher yeah. Nolan was like, so we left it off for that movie. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that was a huge side note. But yeah, number four, Tom Warrior, Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Go watch it Fantastic if you haven't. Fantastic movie. My guess is you probably haven't seen it because it's not that widely known. No. If you, know, if you live near me and you want to borrow it, I have it. Just yeah. text me. Yeah. So good. Number four mm-hmm. for me is Lord of the Rings, specifically Preach. Return of the King. Yeah. We talked a little it's bit got, about... It's got 12 endings. I love the 12 endings. <laughs> They're all so good, yeah. People are like, it's so long. That's oh, so man. good, though. There's something about... like I liked Hobbit. The movies were okay. But there's something about the Lord of the Rings story that's like the gravity of it it feels like the world is in their hands and, and yeah. they're outnumbered this is not going to work yeah and just the the sacrifice and again like the brotherhood and the friendship and the oh man again the those same themes of like determination and overcoming and the oh man loss and working through that and greater purpose and all those oh it's so good i apologize to alan my roommate in college i was like kind of a lord of the rings <laughs> hater at the time I, you were right alan so good and i love return of the king because it ends 12 times and i don't like yeah. movies to end when i really love them it could be mm-hmm. like that movie the truman show where it, it's like a television show that goes on forever about this guy's life if they did that with lord of the rings i would still be watching it like just don't yeah. let it end i love the it. truman show is in my honorable mentions shout Mine out too. to the truman show shout Such out to the truman show also directed by peter weir the director of Magic oh yes He's, that's right he he good when wow, he, he makes a, a movie i have to at least be like whoa i should probably yeah whoa peter that. weir what yeah. um yeah um we used to i remember at one point we judged how like legit a movie was by if we could watch it right after lord of the rings return of the king and yeah. after watching yeah. the whole three we were like i could watch gladiator right after 
I could watch Master and Commander right after. I could watch, you know what I mean? Like we would. I could watch Warrior right after. Yeah, because there's yeah. some movies feel like flippant and just sure. And and there's just this that gravity to the Lord of the Rings that I love, mm-hmm. and they pull yes. it off anyway. I love it. Yes, and the yes, twelve yes. endings. That's my number four. Middle Earth, love it. Yep. Number three is a sequel, The Dark Knight. <sighs> Ooh, oh, that is so good. I would say that this is one of the most perfect movies, mm. I think, ever. It's perfectly paced. The The pacing is fast, but it's not too fast. It doesn't ever slow down. There's no lull in the yeah. movie at all whatsoever. It brings in the scariest bad guy of any movie I've ever seen. Well, <clears throat> I mean, there's always uh, Darth Vader, but anyway... <laughs> brings in the joker and does it in a way that's like it's terrifying he's the scariest because he doesn't have there's no there, there's that he won't there's no to. logic to yeah. you can't you cannot you know have any sort of sympathy or empathy you can have empathy but you can't have sympathy with him because he's literally insane he's just trying yeah. to create chaos he has no you know means to an end or anything like that it's and he's terrifying. And yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Christopher Nolan, 2008. I think it's perfectly paced. It, to me, it doesn't seem like a sequel. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's its own movie, really. And, you know, if you watched 20 minutes of Batman Begins, you can watch The Dark Knight. You know, that's not to say Batman Begins isn't awesome because it's fantastic as well. Um, it is. You yeah. know, almost as good as The Dark Knight, honestly. But The Dark Knight is like, there's something about what he says, what, the uh, what Gordon says at the end, he's the Ooh. silent guardian, oh. watchful protector, the Dark Knight. That and then the the credit, boom, boom, and the music goes, and it's just Hans Zimmer does the music, and it is oh my gosh, I just it's got ridiculous. Yeah, the ending um, of that is amazing. What Batman fantastic. is willing to do at his own expense to do the right thing. Yes, Man, incredible. Alive. So even. Good. Even when Batman is called the Dark Knight because he's doing things that are illegal to save people, you know, say what you want about, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know of any, I don't, right. I don't know of, of many people who don't like Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, but they don't seem like they're, they're not superhero movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Marvel and yeah. Marvel movies almost made it into my, um, yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. There, they yeah. were in my initial twenty-six. I had Infinity War slash Endgame in there yeah, because nice. of the 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 crossover. Most you know. Oh man. Most incredible yeah. crossover of any movie ever. But, um, you know those movies, they're they're superhero movies. They're good movies, but yeah. they're primarily they're superhero movies. I right. don't ever think of The Dark Knight as a superhero movie. No, and to put it or in that, Dark Knight Rises or yeah. Batman Begins, you put it in that genre with all those other movies, and it just doesn't feel like it fits there. Even with no, other, doesn't. I mean, there's other like dark kind of, uh, you know, graphic novel, you know, illustrated novel kind of kind of things, and his just feel different. So good. If yeah. anything was, if anything had anything to do with Christopher Nolan, it should be in the honorable mentions. If we don't mention it, it that's our fault. Sorry, Christopher Nolan. It, it belongs. There. Yeah, it does. Um, he's legit. Yeah, my honorable mentions. I think there's 
It's just a list three. of Christopher Nolan movies. I think there's three Christopher Nolan movies in my honorable <laughs> mentions. Anyway, um, he's my favorite. Can't wait for Tenet. Yeah, that's going to Keep be an good. eye out on this podcast, on this show for Tenet, because I will be reviewing that probably with my buddy Brock. But uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, looking forward to it as well. Um, yeah, Dark Knight. So that was your perfect, number four. Perfectly paced. That was number three. Three. That was my number three. Warrior was four. Dark Knight was three. Nice. My number three is Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Ayo. What number was was it for you? Uh, eight. Eight. So it's number my number three. Like I had said, I won't say much because we talked about it, but I must have watched this so many times when I was a kid. Yeah. I would make the ships out of my Legos. And man, such a fantastic movie. So good. So nice. My number three is Star Wars episode five right episode yep. five empire strikes back empire strikes back fantastic so now we're on my number two your number two my number two is forrest gump Ooh, that's an honorable mention for me it was really hard for me not to put this at number one wow uh because it's been my favorite movie for a very long time so good it's been my favorite movie for probably seven or eight years wow. um, from, from the first time i saw it um until i saw the movie that's number one um but <laughs> Forrest Gump is incredible. It's so realistic, even though it's definitely not real. Yeah. But it's so realistic. And just the amount of content in the yeah. movie is incredible. There's so many scenes, so many things that Forrest goes through in his life. And it's quotable. Sometimes and there just aren't enough rocks. <laughs> exactly. There's. It's a war movie. It's a love story. It's, it's a, yeah. you know... It's a, I don't even know, man. It's just, it's a drama. It's, it's just so good. It's so realistic and it's very tragic and happy. And it's just, it's got every emotion and it's, you know, it's, it's like yeah, a box of chocolates. It, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. You get all <laughs> of that stuff. It's my, good. My mother said that life was like a box of chocolates. You never yeah. know what Quotable. you're going to get. Yeah, my life is like a box of chocolates, quotable, and includes Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Robin uh, Wright. Forrest Gump. And Robin Wright as is Jenny, fantastic. The one, and the only that scene, Jenny. That scene when Jenny's about to make a really bad decision and Freebird's uh, electric oh, guitar solo is playing gives me is goosebumps. incredible scene. So good. Wow. It's like, oh, man. So good. That's the, yeah. yeah really good characters in that just the things that they go through in their lives and Forrest Gump man. always always inspires me in some yeah. way I always feel go. inspired to do more in my life at the end of watching Forrest Gump I'm always like man Forrest did so many things and he's not even smart like yeah you know what I mean wow, it's that's like dude good. I should just get out there and go do things that's every time I watch Forrest Gump I'm like wow and that scene so oh good. that scene where I don't really want to give it away, but it's so old. If you haven't seen Forrest Gump, like just go watch. Just cover it. your ears that, for ten seconds. That scene when he when he asks Jenny about his son, like, is he smart or is he like oh, me? Oh man, kills me. I cry yeah. every time. I'm yeah, like, oh my god, is he like me? Is he like me? Because he that, you didn't realize that he realizes you didn't that realize that he knows that there. he's not as smart. Yeah, yeah. you don't. You, the whole movie, you have no idea, and just yeah. all the things that they throw in there from like. <laughs> Like all the things that they throw in there, like 
he's a fantastic ping pong player and he's yeah. met the president several times yeah. and he again I again. went to the nation's capital again met the president of the United States again, again. yeah and oh man I love this movie Forrest Gump so uh, it was good. really hard for me not to put it number one um, I, this is the thing I was up late last night deciding wow. between this one and two so Forrest Gump number two for me now I'm kind of like dude that should be in my top ten yeah, it's it in my should. honorable mentions, but that's a man. That's a good movie. It's a it's a monster of a movie. That is a movie so I good. could watch right after Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yep, same. I was gonna mention that, but I didn't want to give it away. Yeah, so. yep. totally. That's my number two. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I should. We should keep going, but now I kind of just want to sit and think about <laughs> yeah. Forrest Gump yeah. and some of these movies because right. they're so good. They're so good. Just hit you in the feels. I love Forrest Gump. And stuff. Forrest, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yep. Good one. He What's may not be two? a smart man, but he knows what love is. He knows what love is. That's right. So I'm to my number two spot. Number two. Master and Commander is Let's at go. number two. We talked about number that already. Two. Man, it just. Yeah, I it was love my number it. five. Such oh, a good man. movie. Yeah. So when you first started, when you did like your 10, 11, and 9. Yeah. 9, 10, 11, I was like, man, maybe our maybe our ones don't intersect at all because yours were so obscure. Yeah, right. Um, all great movies, but yeah. But now, you know, it is intersecting quite a bit more than I thought. And I think yeah. that's because a lot of these movies we've watched together because um, yeah. we've kind of shared our movie obsession over the years. But yeah. Yeah, man. that's so good. Master and Commander. I want to I want to ride on a like a. <laughs> A frigate with those boats with the massive sails sometime. No engine, just the sound of the waves and the wind. And to have Yo-Yo Ma playing the cello at the same time. (laughs) 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 But no cannon fire, please. Anyway, that's my number two, Master Commander. Okay. Uh, Now we're in number one territory. You want to go first? You want me to? I I think I should go first. Okay. And then you should say you're number one. I think you should end. go first, and then I think you should try to guess what mine is. Okay. I know what it is. I have no idea what yours is, but. Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2. I no way. love, I love the Harry Potter series. That's your number one. My favorite wow. movie of all time. The sacrifice given by the characters the gravity of what's going on, the friendship that they, wow. and part of it's because there's so many movies. I love long movies and I love good character development and just the friendships and the interaction, like this, the, but man, those are some inspiring dudes in the, Deathly the Hallows lengths part that that's the last that's one, right? The very last one. Yeah. 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 So Harry, I mean the Harry Potter series, just like, you know, Star Wars series or Lord of the Rings, right, but my right, right, favorite right. one to me, and and it's hard, but just so good. I love um, um, Professor Dumbledore is like such a boss. He's he's so he's such a good like leader and teacher. He doesn't like to throw the answers at you. He kind of like guides them in the right direction. This story doesn't have anything to do with that that specific <laughs> one, but yeah, man inspiring characters fantastic yes. i yeah, a, and i a, yes. mm-hmm. and i will say 
my list of these 10 movies, I'm almost embarrassed to share to other people because I know that it's a little bit ridiculous. People are going to be like, dude, this guy <laughs> likes dumb movies. <laughs> I, I look at my list and I go, some of these are like, why did I? But they, that's just the way the movies hit it's, me. Man. It's not just They're a movie. So yeah. Good. It's what was going on in your life. It's what, yeah. It's the way that it I hits you. It. It's your emotional state when you first saw it. It's yeah. all those things added in and no one's yeah. going to have the same top 10, okay which is that. fine. Yeah. I, you can laugh at me. That Deathly Hallows part two. So no, good. I, my favorite Harry Potter is definitely Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite of all of them is part one though. Deathly yeah. Hallows part one. I love that scene where it's like the silhouettes and they tell the story of the Deathly Hallows. Oh yeah. That's like, good. That's, it gives me goosebumps. And just the, yeah. the weight of the three friends, like in those dark, cold woods yep. is yeah. so so good to me it's like okay now we're getting real this is yeah. real now um, and to me totally. that's where those movies really hit home and it's like wow okay this isn't just a fantasy this is real yeah. life for me the end of the one right before deathly hollows all the way through the end is like one big this is for all the marbles <laughs> yeah totally. john williams soundtrack also oh wow yeah john williams so so, so there so it is good. my favorite movie is harry potter that's unreal. I had no idea. I yeah. had absolutely no idea. Wow. So do you want to guess what my top one is? Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar didn't make my top 10. Then I have, well, let me think then. I honestly then, I have Interstellar is no, probably the number 12. No idea. My number one is Dunkirk. Wow. Yeah. I... I knew this was oh, in top 10. So I knew good. it was in top three. I knew it was wow. in top three from the start. I was like, this has to be at least number three, two or one. Um, and it was, it was a wrestle between Forrest Gump and Dunkirk for me. Wow. Um, and then I listened to some soundtracks last night. I listened <sighs> to the Forrest Gump soundtrack and I listened to the Dunkirk soundtrack yeah. and that part in the Dunkirk soundtrack where it switches from dissonant to and and you go home it's oh my gosh yeah which what is I like didn't isn't that no yeah when i was yes. watching it in the theater it felt really important to me that that yep. became that song and i'd heard that theme but i didn't know what it was that's like what they play in the like in in england yep. for the remembrance day for like fallen soldiers they play yep. that song Oh, I got goosebumps all over. And yep, and they have that so splice. It's it's in that that theme is it played just in the all last of a sudden bit. comes through. You realize it's parts of it have been played. Oh man. That is yeah. one of the yeah. I I agree. That's probably one of the best movies I have ever seen. One of the it's, best movies ever. It's, it's the best ten, war but. movie I think ever. Um it's yeah. it's realistic. It's it's not like your typical war movie where you follow a character or some characters. Mm -hmm. um, it, you do follow characters, but there's a couple different timelines in the movie and you're trying yeah. to follow that. And all of the timelines, all of them um, attribute to the weight of the movie. They all attribute yeah. to, oh my gosh, all of these things that these people went through. Yeah. Um, it So Dunkirk, yeah, it's, it, it's about... Um, so, so it's a battle where the the British troops are all stuck trying to to get out of France, and they're sort of trapped between the ocean and 
the other they're soldiers. They're literally just on the beach yeah. waiting for... It's a real yeah. battle. Um, real... Tom Hardy plays one of the pilots and... You know, if you unless you'd seen Dark Knight Rises, you probably wouldn't really know that it was Tom Hardy because of his, you know, <laughs> his face is covered up. Something Christopher Nolan said about him um, was he was like, you know, Tom loves that kind of thing. You tell Tom he can only show one eye, and he'll be like, okay, I'm in, and he'll and he'll he'll jump <laughs> in and, and make it a really really good performance. And so, you don't see Tom Hardy's mouth until like you know the last thirty five seconds of the movie because he's just in he's in a a fighter jet the whole time and um christopher nolan's his use of of real live shots is Mm. ridiculous i heard that in doing research for dunkirk i heard that he used zero green screens when filming interstellar no green screens for interstellar does that not blow your mind holy there he said he said there are certain things that obviously they're computer animated, but we used no green screens. At least something in there was real. And the oh. guy interviewing him was like, so you mean when Matthew McConaughey is flying through the 3D space? He goes, yes, part of that is real that we made to, to look like that. And the rest wow. of it we filled in. He said, but yeah. So to me, just Christopher Nolan, his, his whole aspect, his whole thing about making movies is if I can do it in real life, I'm going to do it that way. He so, doesn't cut corners. Yeah. One of my honorable mentions is District 9, which is a mm. weird sci-fi movie, but the effects were done in a gritty kind of way that it was yeah. at the point where everything was just look, looking like computer graphics. And I was like, man, Star Wars had all these little models and they made it look real and cool. Right. Yeah, there's something about that realism that I love. There's something about even just, I don't know, uh, computer animation is cool and they've made it look so real. But to some degree, it takes out the magic of the movie in a lot of ways. And Christopher Nolan doesn't do that. There's always magic in his movies with the effects. That's always. A good point. Yeah. And and you you always know well, I know because I'm a nerd and listen to things about Christopher Nolan, but you can, you know, now that you're listening to this, you know Christopher Nolan's gonna do it real if he can. Yeah. He's gonna do it, he's gonna shoot it real. Um, and you know, now he's got these big old blockbuster movies that are coming out and it's I'm just really excited for it's like when you play a video game and then you use the cheat codes. It's just because exactly. you pulled the cap off the whole thing. There's no balance. That's what it feels like when it's too computer generated heavy. Like to me. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, <laughs> which I had a lot of fun watching, yes. but it's a pretty terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So this this sounds like a, a Christopher Nolan. If you don't like Christopher Nolan at all, that's okay. But I know that. But you're wrong. One of the. <laughs> but you know, we, you and I, Micah, have seen a lot of movies together, and I know yeah. a lot of times coming out of the theaters feeling disappointed or whatever. I just remember saying different times, "Why don't people just make good, original, cool movies?" And that's what Christopher Nolan does. If you don't like his movies, that's okay. But that's what he does, and that's yep. I love that. So he makes good. movies yeah, that Dunkirk you've never seen anything like them. Well, with no. the exception to the Batman, but even then, you haven't really seen anything like it that way. Um, and yeah. you know, even the next one, Tenet. If you've seen the trailer, it's like, what's going on? And you know that he's yeah. 
tackling some other new weird way to use time that he hasn't yet. Yeah, and oh, right. it's just, I'm and so excited to see. Yeah. yeah. Like all of his movies Dunkirk. have something to do with time. And yeah. Dunkirk was possibly the most impactful movie that I have ever seen. I watched it mm-hmm. by myself in the theater and I was probably biting through my lip to not disturb the other people in the theater, <laughs> trying not yeah. to cry. Yeah, so totally. good. Just I, what what always was brought to my mind is just giving every last ounce. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to like spoil stuff and whatever, but that's a great movie. So really so, so good. good. Yep, my number one, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, and I'll. That's something too. Is you said you had said earlier that you thought Inception was my number one, um, and you had said that earlier that that you thought <clears throat> about that one, but it's not because the more I watch Incept in Inter- Interstellar, I, did I say Inception? Yeah. The more that yeah. I watch Interstellar, the more I'm like, okay, it's good, but it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. But that's different with Dunkirk. The first time I saw Dunkirk, I was like, this has to be one of the best movies I've ever seen. And every time I watch it, it's like, this has to be one of the best movies I've ever wow. seen. And so it's good. just, it just gets better and better every time I watch it. It's yeah, nice. it's so good. I, I love it. it. Again. It's even that scene where one of the main characters, one of the, the English um, kid, I can't mm-hmm. remember what his name, not the Harry Styles kid, but the other kid, he's like down like this with his, with his, uh, his hands over his head in the sand and it's, he's on the left side and his body's like coming in from the left side and you see this bomber come in and drop bombs right next to him. And it's like, you see him boom, 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 boom. And they get closer and closer and you feel the sand. Like you, you, you feel it. It's like, Oh my gosh, you, the, this, this movie won, I think three or four Oscars for, for all the sound stuff. Mm. Um, all the sound won Oscars stuff for Dunkirk, the sound mixing and sound editing and all that stuff. Um, won for Dunkirk in 2017. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's my number one. It was, it's good. So awesome. So good. Uh, Mark Rylance, Mark Rylance, Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy, Tom Hardy, Harry Styles. Um, They uh, were all very fantastic. Who's the guy that that directed um, the Orient Express movie and he played Poirot? He's in it as well. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good in that. Yeah, he directed uh, Murder on the Orient Express, yeah. I he, he's very, I'm very sorry, good. I can't, I can't remember, remember his name. name. Yeah, but he's, he's also he's very good. He plays right. one of the general guys in that. Yeah. But yes, excellent. Um, which it, it says a lot Such about Christopher Nolan movie. that he can get other directors to play actors yes. in his movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, definitely my favorite uh, Christopher. Or definitely my favorite uh, director Christopher Nolan is. So yeah. there you go. Should I fly through my? My honorable mentions. Go for it. And then you can fly through yours. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, uh, an old Disney one from 1954. 1951, Mm -hmm. A Christmas Carol with Alastair Sim playing Scrooge. It's so good. Collateral, Jamie Foxx and uh, Tom Cruise. Amazing. Collateral. Wait, wait, wait. That's where Tom Cruise is the bad guy and Jamie Foxx is the taxi driver. Yes. That's a good movie. 
Oh, I've really only seen it movie. once. I need to watch that again. Oh, that's that's good really movie. good. That's Jamie a good Fox thriller. Jamie Foxx is amazing in that too. If you want to have Jamie a Fox Jamie really Foxx yeah. double double feature, you should watch Collateral and Django Unchained, but in not in go. that order. Um, I would probably. I would. Well, I don't know if I'd watch both of those right back to back. <laughs> so 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 different. But anyway, keep going. And it has one of my. Oh, we should. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Use yeah. of music and and visuals in a anyway in collateral uh die hard remember Ayo. that time die it's a christmas hard movie crawled like <laughs> walked through the glass that was do you awesome. remember that that shout that out awesome. to chris farley uh district nine donnie darko forrest gump leon the professional with little Ooh, itty yes. bitty natalie portman who steals yep. the show she's like 12 years mm-hmm. old and she learns how to be an assassin from jean renault Who's amazing? Yes. Such a good movie, Man of Steel. That's I a good one. I love that movie. Mm. The mm-hmm. father son aspect. Anyway, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. The Boondock Saints. Yes. Brothers Grimm. There's this really old, oh. like three camera Brothers Grimm movie from like the '60s. That's really obscure and hard to find. It's awesome. Yes. The Fall. 2006 about the actor mm. who's in the hospital yep. and telling the stories to the little I think that little was girl. the first that was the first R-rated movie I ever saw that you showed. That was when I was like the second you one like I think was Gladiator but kind of movies. That, yeah. Well, that normal movie fans think are weird and artsy. Right. But we just The Fall was good. good. I think I've That's only seen it once, movie. but yeah. The Matrix, The Miracle Worker about um <laughs> Who's the lady that that was blind and deaf? Helen Keller. Helen Keller. Great, great movie. (laughs) Miracle Worker. The Truman Show, The Village, and Unbreakable Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. M. Night Shyamalan. He's amazing, too. Unbreakable is one of mine, yep. He's like in a a bad stretch right now, but he's made some incredible, or just not a successful stretch. Lady in the Water is fantastic as well. Yeah, and To Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory Peck. That's a really good one. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a great one. Uh, Yeah. Excellent honorable mentions. Uh, a couple of my honorable mentions: Sea Biscuit. Um, yeah. I could watch Glory, that after Lord of the Rings. Me too. <laughs> Glory Road. Ooh. Oh, um, Jurassic, soundtrack. Jurassic Park. The Truman Show. Yes. The Revenant. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Get Out. Uh, have you seen Get Out yet? No, I still haven't. Okay, you really need to. Watch I know. Get Out. I do. It it almost made my top ten. Um, a Quiet Place. Avatar. Yeah. Not not the last Airbender, Avatar, the Blue Avatar. People yeah, movie, yeah. Yep. Unbreakable, Interstellar, K Pax, Prince of yes. Egypt, and Hacksaw Ridge. I haven't even seen Hacksaw Ridge either. You got Prince watch of Hacksaw Egypt. Ridge. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Great soundtrack. Fantastic too. movie. Wow. Yeah. So many good movies. You out remember? There. You remember K Pax too, right? Yeah, but I mean, wow, oh, and, your planet and, uh, is really bright. And Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. And oh, and the only animated movie that made any of my lists, The Iron Giant. No, uh, you said The Prince of Egypt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, Iron, the Iron Giant. Giant though. Yeah, maybe that's. I just had a hard dude. time. Is it just dudes that like that movie? Girls are no. like, no, it's the, it's not a happy ending. I oh, love it. Yeah, it is. I think it's, it's a great <laughs> ending. <laughs> right? It's a happy it's ending. <laughs> Come on. Not happy. There's hope at the end for my household. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. I don't know. That's a good one too. Wow, that was kind of a journey. That was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. 
hopefully as a listener you enjoyed it as well um wow a lot of good movies you, you know, know if again? only people had time on their hands to watch some movies lately huh weird i wonder if there's only you know tons of time at home yeah you know pandemics aren't good don't i'm not wishing no. pandemics on anyone or the no. world or anything but if you've got some extra time and you're like what are these two goons thinking this movie sucks watch it again and see what you think or if you haven't seen it watch it for the first time so your favorite movie of all time is Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Mine is Harry yes. Potter. <laughs> which is not really <laughs> That's a movie. Awesome. I need to watch Harry Potter again soon. I, I watched it like a couple years ago. I, I've seen it several times, but I think the last time I saw it was a couple years ago. So I need to watch it again. It's about time. You can, you can uh, categorize the five-year segments of my marriage by the long series that we watched. First five, first five years was Lord of the Rings. These last five years has been Harry Potter. I'm okay with that. Hey, that's awesome. Very this cool. This is great, dude. So, so good. Good movies. Um, I've already uh, coaxed Derek into doing another one of these. I mean, he, you know, he kind of wants to, so it's not, I didn't really yeah. coax him, but we are going to do one on our top 10 movie soundtracks Wait, of all time as idea. well. You can, I think you can talk was. me into it, but Oh, it was your idea. Before we sure. go, I just have to say I watch, I listened to the, your first two uh, episodes of this this podcast. Yeah, the and, gaming ones. Yep, and I would just like to say that I platinumed. You know, referring to episode two, I platinumed Skyrim almost three years before you did. That's a long time. <laughs> but I platinumed it twice. I know. I, I platinumed it twice. I just had so. to throw that in there. <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. Oh, man. I've so loved watching movies with you, Micah. I think the first yeah. one we ever saw in the theater was Chicken Run. Whenever that yeah, came out. Yeah, that's the first movie I ever saw in the like theater. I saw it with you and Megan. Seven or yeah. eight years old, probably. Chicken Run. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And it's it's Chicken been run. really fun to like introduce you know feel like i'm introducing you to movies or whatever and then you're like now you're introducing movies to me right like yeah as your big brother that's just been kind of fun like oh yeah i should show him like this classic movie yeah and now i'm like yeah you can take the throne or whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> i'm be like oh, i think Mike, of all of movie? these i'm gonna ask you now yeah <laughs> yeah i think now of all of these uh you need to watch get out no, okay. that should be your first. But I would don't don't watch it with no, your won't. wife would not it's like not it an April movie at all. I, say that I don't lot. think Amy would like it. I don't no. think Amy would like it no. either. No, don't watch it with them. Um, um but and what yeah, was the fantastic? One? Oh, Hacksaw Ridge. Okay, making a yes, list. also very good. Um, a very very good, uh, um, true story movie. Hacksaw Ridge, Andrew Garfield, great movie. There you go. There you go, man. There it is. Uh, top 10 movies of all time. The Two Brothers. Um, yeah. Thanks for inviting me on, dude. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. We'll have you on another one uh, soon. But uh, thanks for listening to Flicks and Clicks. We will catch you in the next one. I thought maybe if we was having a roast chicken one night or something. <laughs>